everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to the first podcast episode of the new year. Yay. It was meant to be up on the 4th, but then I realized, like an absolute idiot, that if I had it up on the 4th, I would have to be working before I came back. Ended up working before I came back anyway, because I took nine days off and ended up working through six of them. But anyway, we're here. We're podcasting. We're happy. We're awesome. Um, so, I just realized I'm going to have to pause this podcast at some point in case I get a call for buying a home person, mortgage broker. That's the word I was looking for. Slash getting advice on a whole bunch of things from different people. But anyway, we soldier on. Because how fucking first world is that problem right there? I'm going to have to pause this because I'm getting advice on how to buy a home in the absolute most fucked market in the world. Anyway, um, today we are going to be discussing anxiety, known versus unknown. Apparently that's, that's all I've got written down and we're going to see where it goes. Anxiety, known versus unknown, 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 unknown. Anyway, so why do I want to talk about this topic? Well, A, it's on my whiteboard, so I have to. B, particularly coming out of Christmas and New Year, I find that a lot of people are, first off, resolutioners, and not resolutioners to group everybody into a thing like that, but you know, they have New Year's resolutions. They want to get fit, they want to get healthy, they want to lose weight, they want to do whatever. And most of them are done by February, which, you know, if you've seen or you're pretty consistent in keeping up with my content, you would know that I do absolutely next to fuck all marketing in terms of resolutions. Where I do most of my marketing is mid to late Feb, where those typical people have fallen off the bandwagon and they go fuck again. And then that's where I come in with the, hey, have you tried this and this and this, but still failed? Like a typical infomercial where there's just white grandmas struggling to open a kitchen cabinet and then they get a crowbar and they're like, well, that was so much easier than before. Thank you so much, crowbar easy. And then it's like five easy payments of $49.95 for a typical crowbar. Don't know why I went there. Anyway, most, pe <laughs> most people are coming back from Christmas and holidays and New Year's and all that fun stuff. And they have this massive idea that they want to lose weight. They want to get healthy, which is awesome. They want to do these things that are going to change their lives. And they go to do them. That's what I typically find about half of the people. They go to do them and they become incredibly anxious and they don't want to do them. Or they do them for a little bit and realize, holy fuck, that's scary. I don't want to do it anymore. So when that comes up, what do we do? Particularly with gym anxiety. First off, before I even get to gym anxiety, actually, don't go all or nothing. People, I know, fucking crazy concept, right? You've only been listening to me for however long you've been listening to me. But anyway, if you are wanting to change your lifestyle and you're doing it by yourself, don't go all or nothing. As a matter of fact, the transformation clients, that like transformation, workouts, nutrition, mindset, that's considered going all in. That's the ultimate commitment. Even on that, I barely start people as to do five workouts a week and do these amount of calories and they're incredibly low calories and do this and that. I don't give them everything outside of, hey, here's your whatever workouts you want to do. If that's three, four, five days a week, whatever. If you want to do four days a week, I'll most likely just be like, hey, is that reasonable? Is that realistic for you to sustain? Oh, no, probably actually three would be better to start with. Awesome. 
Let's do three days a week. As for calories, I typically start people in a very conservative deficit. For example, if they burn 2000 calories a day, I'll put them at like 1750 to get them into the habit of tracking and having the energy and making sure they feel good. Because the last thing you want to do when you're tracking calories, go into a very aggressive deficit. You know who you are, who just smiled. I don't know who I'm referencing, but <laughs> there's someone there that's like, yeah, that's me. And I just, and I just fucking called you out on it. Whoever you are made up person in my mind. Um, but if you go into a massive, aggressively, massively aggressive deficit, there we go. That's a word. If you go into that deficit and you don't exactly know what you're doing or how to make it sustainable, or I suppose just lean into it as safely as possible, you're going to be incredibly mentally stressed. On top of that, with the aggressive deficit that you're in, you're just sort of punishing yourself physically and giving yourself physical stress. So we've already got mental and physical stress that are going to be compounding against you. Add in the fact that, oh my God, this is so stressful. I cannot be bothered doing this. This is such a pain in the ass. The more that cycles, the more you're going to get into the emotional stress as well. So right off the bat, going all or nothing, you're putting yourself in a position to be incredibly stressed on all three fronts, mentally, physically, emotionally. Sounds pretty shit, right? That's why I suggest people don't go all or nothing because it is, it's pretty fucking terrible. Instead, figure out what your capacity is and what you believe is realistically going to be a good starting place for you. It doesn't matter if it's two workouts a week, it's still more than likely two workouts better than what you were doing last year or last week or whatever. Find your capacity, and start there and stick to that. So that's the first thing. Don't go all or nothing. Find something that's within your capacity, mentally, emotionally, physically. The other thing I want to get into, which is the whole reason of this podcast, and apparently the thing that's on my whiteboard. How do I say it? If you are, I'm going to use myself as an example. If you are someone who was like me, incredibly depressed, incredibly anxious, incredibly fucking hating life, incredibly whatever in a negative aspect, and you were just having none of it. First off, going all or nothing doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but having that lifestyle, wherever you are, you are not currently liking your lifestyle. If you are not currently liking your lifestyle or anything about yourself and you want to improve yourself and you want to go through these changes or the transformation or the, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, if you're in that shit state, you already know that it's a shit state. If you were to take everything about yourself currently that you don't like, and I'm saying if you're in this place, and this is what helped me move through it a little bit, but hopefully it can give you that perspective for moving forward from that place and being anxious and moving through that sort of anxious feeling and or anxiety. Notice how I separate them. Um... If you're in that place where it is negative and you don't like it or and you and you want to change it it's already shit right we know it's shit we know we don't like it because we're already thinking about changing it if you don't change a single goddamn thing about your life compound everything that you're currently going through in five years are you going to be worse than you are right now for me it was a fucking massive smacking me in the face with a fly swatter yes probably a sledgehammer at that point to be honest it was a massive yes. If I go to the gym, which at that time was massive gym anxiety, if you haven't heard the fucking 57 second panic attack gym thing, 
Jim's story, find it somewhere, message me and say, yeah, what the fuck? Because I spent 60 minutes in my car crying in total and 57 seconds in the gym. That's where I started when I got back into the gym after a mental breakdown. It wasn't even, I wasn't even a PT at that point, I don't think. No, it was just some, just some dude, just some guy. Um, but anyway, or if I was a PT, I was graduated, but not yet had a good job or a job. Who knows? Anyway, time seems to be very fickle when I'm trying to <laughs> remember when I hated myself because it all just blurs into one big black cloud. But anyway, the situation of myself, it's all negative. I hate it. Don't want to be here. Already want to change it. I absolutely fucking hate that thing, right? I know that. That is a fact that I hate it. And if I don't do anything about it in five years, I'm going to be fucking miserable even if I, if I make it five years down the track with all the mental health issues. That I know. That is a fact. It's not even an opinion at this point. It is a, it is a known source of mental anguish. If I go to the gym and I get really good at the gym, even if I go there and don't get really good at the gym, if I just go there and start a routine of two, three days a week, who knows what that's going to turn into five days a week. Obviously it turned into me being a PT and being everything that I want to be in life. Uh, thankfully, but how I got through that gym anxiety was everything in the future that I wanted was unknown to me. I didn't know I, this was where I wanted to be in life. I didn't know that I wanted to be a mindset specialist and, fucking TikTok and all this other stuff. I had no idea. It was just survival at that point. But what I knew was that I fucking hated my life and I didn't want to be there and everything about it, I wanted to change. Across that line in the unknown universe was me getting into the gym, was me looking after my nutrition, was me, oh, is this going to pay off? Oh, what if I fail? What if this, what if people laugh at me? What if I do an exercise and I look like a fucking idiot? All of these anxious thoughts came into my head. That was the unknown universe. And as soon as you're in that universe of unknown, of course, your anxiety and being anxious, you're going to ask yourself a lot of questions that are going to make you feel scared because you don't know the result. It's like when people go to the gym four days a week and they get through the first week of their program and they go, that wasn't actually that scary. That was actually pretty good. There's a few machines I wasn't sure of, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Now that you know what the gym is, now that you know what your routine is, now it just becomes about optimizing it. Being in the unknown universe, for me, was a lot less scary than being in the known. Because what I knew was that I hated my life. And if I stayed in the known, and everything that I knew that was quote-unquote comfortable for me, if I'd stayed in that universe of everything that I knew, and everything that I also fucking hated, I was going to be miserable for the rest of my life. But if I had moved into the unknown, which thankfully I did, and even though those thoughts were racing through my head and I did not want to be there, I did not want to do absolutely anything that came with the unknown, like go to the gym or learn to track calories and macros or learn to somehow improve my life, all those thoughts came in and they were like, you don't know what you're doing. What if you fail? What if this? What if that? Because I didn't know what would come. But in order for me to change what I know, I'm going to have to lean into the unknown to make it known. Fuck, I hope that made sense. <laughs> if I don't know something, I have to go out and know it. I have to go learn it so that I know it. 
exact same thing that we've done for fucking years. Learn how to ride a bike, learn how to drive a car, learn how to do whatever it is that we did in school that I don't remember that was absolutely pure fucking pointless other than learning to raise my hand to ask to go take a shit. Anyway, one class in high school I was actually was actually useful and that was PE into today's life. But, you know, how was I to know that I wouldn't need fucking algebra or the Pythag theory? Who could have seen that coming? Anyway, um, so most of the time it's shifting perspective around, I know that I feel like shit. I know that if I keep doing everything that I'm currently doing, and that could be doing the exact same shitty program that you've done forever, it could be that. It could be something completely different. It could be a relationship or a friendship or a job or whatever it is. Something that is seeping your or pulling your happiness away from you. I know these things and you know these things. It's in your known universe. Everything that you know right now, obviously, fucking very obviously, is known to you. And if you're at that point in your life where the known universe is already fucking miserable and you want to change it, shift into the unknown and how exciting that is. Nervousness and excitement are right next to each other. They, they're fucking, they could almost be synonyms. That's how close they are together. Recognizing that taking control of your life, learning to a new skill set, learning to take control of your health and fitness and mental fucking capacity and health and emotional health, physical health, whatever it is. Learning a new skill set, like learning how to track calories and macros, or learning how to go to the gym, or learning how to lift weights, or learning how to talk to yourself, learning literally anything, is going to be unknown to you. But if you want to be someone that identifies as a person that goes to the gym, if you want to be someone that identifies as a healthy person, if you want to be someone that identifies as an absolute fucking boss mom or whatever the fuck it is that you want to identify as, you're more than likely going to have to go through the unknown universe in order to learn something to expand your known universe. Fuck, I hope this is making sense. <laughs> in other words, your comfort zone at the moment is next to fuck all. If you want to achieve something that is outside of your comfort zone, you're going to have to lean in to expanding your comfort zone. How do you do that? You step outside your comfort zone, you go grab something, bring it back to your comfort zone. Oof. It's going to expand your comfort zone just that little bit because now you're speaking from experience and not your imagination, which is typically anxiety. If I go to the gym, they're going to make fun of me. Well, actually I went to the gym. Nobody made fun of me. And it was actually pretty good. I'm actually damn happy that I got there. Awesome. You've expanded your comfort zone just that little bit. Imagine where you would be in your life if you expanded your comfort zone just, just fucking half, <laughs> half of a percent. I'm getting into this. Half of a percent more every week. Let's go week. Let's be fucking real conservative with this. If you expanded your comfort zone by half of a percent every week, it's still better than sitting in your comfort zone, sitting in your known universe right now, hating yourself and knowing with absolute certainty that if you did everything that you are currently doing over the next compounded over the next five years, you will be fucking miserable. So that's where we get to the point of, okay, I know these things. 
I'm going to push it. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone, just one little baby step. I'm just going to inch forward, see how I feel about it. I can always come back to my comfort zone. We know exactly where our comfort zone is, so we can go back to it and retreat to it whenever the fuck we need to. But if it's draining your happiness away from you, if your comfort zone, quote unquote, is sapping that happiness away from you, we have to fucking do something about it. We have to change it. We have to go out of our comfort zone. We have to be uncomfortable in order to expand our comfort zone. I'm willing to bet you didn't just go to the job interview for the job that you currently have and be like, hey, I'm confident with absolutely all of your systems, all of your employees' names and how to do customer service or plumbing or fucking whatever it is or bookkeeping or whatever. I'm willing to bet every single person listening to this was hesitant and nervous and excited all at the same time when they got their first job, when they rode their first bike, when they drove their first car, when you did your first compound lift at the gym, when more than likely that PT offered you a free PT session at your gym or went on your first date with your current partner or kissed your first person that you kissed. It was all uncomfortable for you but you knew it was going to be good for you. You knew it was going to pay off in the long run because you wanted to do it, because you wanted to learn this skill set. Because what else are you going to fucking do? It's just what you do. You just expand your comfort zone. And yet somewhere along the cycle of life, we have forgotten how to say, I really want this and go for it. I'm feeling uncomfortable by being comfortable. Therefore, I want to change something. I want to go to the gym. I want to learn to do this. I want to learn to lose weight. I want to learn to talk to myself. I want to learn how to get away from anxiousness or anxiety or depression or whatever the fuck it is that you want to conquer. You will not get there by sitting in your comfort zone, by sitting in your known universe. If your known universe scares the absolute fuck out of you, then we need to lean into the unknown. We need to go out of our comfort zone and go get whatever the fuck it is that we want. With that said... I hope everybody that has a resolution or a New Year's goal or whatever has actually been smart about it and you haven't focused on the end goal. For example, this New Year's I'm going to lose weight. I really hope that you have put together a goal or a system or a precedence as to how you're going to achieve that. Don't worry so much about losing weight. Control the things that you can actually control, meaning I'm going to lose weight this year by going to the gym. I want to go to the gym three days a week. Awesome. Start there. Make that a habit. I want to start getting 120 grams of protein in per day. Awesome. Start there. Start focusing on goals that you can actually control and that you actually have an influence in through your actions. I want to lose weight. If you lost 100 grams, is that done? If it's I want to lose weight and you do it for four weeks, uh, is your goal achieved? What are you doing? Why are you losing weight? Why is your resolution to lose weight? What are you actually hoping to achieve from your resolution? Is it happiness? Is it confidence? Is it to feel sexy? Is it to love yourself? Get real deep on your resolution and why you want to do whatever it is that you want to do. Then you will have the answer for how the fuck you're going to make this sustainable.